Hi again, everyone. Welcome to another new edition of Dead Men Talk. And for this one, this is actually, um, I'll, I'll say right off the bat, this is this is the guest that got the ball rolling for me to actually put together the fifth series. Um, when I knew I had the chance to to welcome her back, I knew I had to do it. So um, from season three, I, I got to chat with this amazingly talented singer-songwriter. And I, I'm thrilled to welcome her back to talk about a very exciting upcoming new release. Marianne Cairns, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thank you. It's good to be here, Chris. Oh, I'm pretty good, I think. Good. Always a bit mad, you know. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't have you any other way, to be honest with um, you. We've, um, we've just been having okay. a, th- a, th- a thrilling chat before we before we came on. You, you spent the day in a pumpkin farm. Um, which, well, part of the day, yeah, of the, yeah, which which is fantastic. You know, obviously, being October, where else would you want to be, really? So, uh, is that is that is that a big thing for you, Halloween? Well, I think it is. I, I mean, it's not massive in Australia, um, and it's not really massive in Scotland, where I spent my formative years. However, um, when I was a baby. Um, like literally a few months old, we went to um, the States and and I actually spent sort of 18 months or so living there. I had older brothers and they got into the Halloween. So by the time, um, so as soon as I was able to sort of walk at Halloween, I had to get dressed up and walk up driveways and trick or treat um, in, in Scotland when I was little. And um, and it's something that 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 uh, there wasn't a lot of that happening in Australia in most places. But but um, I, I lived in this little mountain mountain community called Springbrook for like um, oh quite quite a long time um, when my kids were little, and that was a really safe place. And there was it was crazy at Halloween yeah. in the sort of main little streets. All the kids would dress up in, in and and my kids were crazy on it. In fact, uh, one of, one of my sons when he was a teenager. He and his friends put on different costumes mm. and they went round and round and round and round all the same things. <laughs> they wore masks so no one could see love who it. they were. You and, go. you know, it, 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 it was really good. They they love it. Yeah. That's, so that's... I was thrilled to actually go to like a pumpkin farm today. <laughs> and I have to tell you, my most thrilling thing was they actually had some Queensland blues. Oh, okay. Which um, are kind of blue. They were They were not quite as big as the Queensland blues usually get. But I think that's fair enough. It's a they, slightly different been, weather. Um, they, they've haven't been around painting normal pumpkins or anything like that. They're actually blue, or are they? Yeah, they're kind yeah, of grey blue, and, yeah. and and they get really really big. And I've never actually seen anyone using them before for Halloween because usually in Australia we roast them. You know, we cut them up mm. and roast them in the oven uh, or make pumpkin soup. Yeah. But um, but uh, this guy was actually, he was actually carving it there. And he was using like the blue as like hats and things. It was oh, fantastic. Wow. That's yeah, brilliant. that is yeah. brilliant. There you go. So you know, folks, you you've tuned in to to hear um, hear us supposedly talk about music, and we start off talking about pumpkins and Halloween. But why not? Yeah, you, you got know, to. This is this is it's the time <laughs> of year, isn't it? So it's everywhere, and it's it's upon us as we as we do record this. You know, not long to go. My my kids have always been mad on it, and like. I'm saying before, at least my son is, you know, my, my daughter seems to have shied away from it a little bit this year, but um, it's almost like since his birthday, this is the one thing he lives for before Christmas. So, um, but sadly, we're not one, we're always really antisocial here. You know, you, our community here is fantastic. 
you know they they a lot of the neighbors do a lot for halloween they they leave sweets out and whatever for trick-or-treaters but we are the one of the families that are just hiding upstairs with all the lights off ignoring the the doorbell so apologies for everyone out there who may know me who's tried to knock on my door halloween no don't do it so anyway i worked out today actually because i i didn't realize how long it'd been since i last spoke to you i thought it was earlier this year and i looked back and it was actually a year ago um I did the same thing. I was really quite shocked, like mm. almost exactly a year ago. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I looked, <laughs> I looked at when, when the last episode was out and I'm like, where's that year gone? So, I mean, yeah, yeah, great way to open up, really. How has the year been for you, you know, in terms of everything that's been going on? The, the world's opened up a little bit more than it was last time we spoke. I mean, yeah, what's been going on? Well, I finally finished the uh, my album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, for, oh, gosh, yeah. Um, it's it's been a while in the making. It's really yeah. taken like you know three and a half years or whatever wow. to actually to actually come together. And and um, so so but 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 basically towards the end of last year, I went oh my gosh I've actually got to get this together yeah. and I've got to finish it because um, you know it's easy particularly when you're doing when you're actually working on all the tracks yourself mm. uh, you know in your own little space mm. yeah <laughs> you go back and back and back and back and back and you keep on working on things and you think oh yeah it's finished and then you listen and go oh no it's not and there, it comes a point you've just actually got to go stop it's you've done go, it's ready it's, <laughs> and, and not change anything sure. um but but yeah yeah so you know it it, it, it must have been um towards the end of the year that that I kind of went okay I've got to how am I going to finish this mm. uh, and I reached out to producer Chris Kimsey and uh, again and sort of said look you know this is what I've been doing and I've been doing this and I've been doing that mm. and I brought in this and I was completely lost in some of the mixes I just right. found it really hard to actually finish it yeah yeah, yeah. so um so you find that you, when you're doing it yourself is like I guess you 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 just keep seeing other ways it can go, or you, as an artist, I suppose, same with writers, you're never truly happy or satisfied with your own work until someone else comes yeah. in, and they're like, actually, no, this is perfect, or do this. Um, you can't get that outsider's view. Do you feel the same? Yeah, yeah. I th I think it's really really true. Um, it's yeah. As an artist, you well, I find I can just get. I get to a point that I, I lose sight of it. Mm. I'm so involved in the middle. Yeah. I can't see it from the outside. And yeah, it really does help to have someone. And you've got to be someone you trust that you actually, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's got to be someone you respect and trust. And yeah, yeah can you can't just throw it out the there and just say to anyone, rate this, because no, you need someone who's going to give their honest opinion, but also no. I mean, you, you, you spoke in the last, yeah. um, the last time we spoke about you know when you've worked with with uh, chris kimsey in the past so you know yeah. knowing that he was involved again and i've got to say so we'll introduce the album it's called a new um it's out am i right on november the 11th yeah 11th of november mm, exciting times i i have very very gratefully i had the the opportunity to to listen to it and it is fantastic and i i am not just saying it. it's a it's a beautiful album and i don't say that i I don't think I say that enough really about music, but this one really did get me. Let's, let's kind of, the title alone, 
at least for me gives a real sense of almost and you can you can imagine what's been going on over the last couple of years you know while you've trying to be work you know working on this but a new to me says it's almost like rebirth reset yeah. new hope that kind of thing is that is that sort of true you know reflection of of, of what it represents it totally is it sure. totally is i um in so many ways literally literally from from the, the writing process to oh well i suppose my whole life changed because mm. i came to guernsey and i'm suddenly in this little island and i've got sort of the sea all, all around me <laughs> and and then with the whole covid thing happening and you sort of lockdown and then you can't go anywhere off island mm. um but but but, but 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 it was also I, I was changing a different part of my life because um like um uh, my, my older children are like gone yeah and uh, my my youngest um is 16 now wow. and so it's like that part of your life you know it changes and suddenly i am able to spend more time mm. doing music and stuff so my whole life was changing but i think a lot of it also was the way like i wrote some songs and i couldn't i didn't know how to sing them okay like it sound might sound really weird as i'm supposed to be a singer yeah, yeah. but I literally, I couldn't figure out, it didn't sound right, and I couldn't sing it, and I could sort of hear in my head how it should be, mm. but I, I found it really, really difficult to sing. In fact, one of the things that was really different for me, okay, I've always been quite dramatic, and I can get really carried away with it, and go, <laughs> ooh, 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 you know, and I can get really carried away with it, yeah. and use lots of histronics, and, you know, I've whispered, and do all this sort of stuff, but I found, what I ended up doing for a lot of this album is I actually sat down to sing. Now that is like unheard go. of yeah. in my, how I was. Sat down, moved as little as possible and almost, and I like, I just sang. Mm. It was almost like I really came to approach the less is more sort okay. of thing. That's so cool. that I, I was just really just singing it yeah and 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 that in a way uh, i feel was more um i wasn't hiding okay yeah i know what you mean i wasn't hiding i wasn't changing and really being because i can take on different characters and yeah. and and there, there are a few songs in there that i still did that like like um um the, the haunted lane had come out as a single first and that is is more my kind of yeah, that, that's my dramatic side. That was that was one song. There's a couple of songs I wanted to ask you about in particular. That is one of them. That's that's probably my favourite on the album. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that was me in sort of full flight, as, as it were, really, really yeah. getting into a character. And it was because of the way it was written and yeah. walking on this lane and the whole kind of concept of it. So, so that, that's definitely part of me. You're never going to get rid of that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can totally, I totally get what you're saying, though, about it's almost like reconnecting with, in a sense, reconnecting with nature, isn't it? Kind of stripping the process back to its bare bones. Um, yeah. I guess that's what, for a lot of people, I wouldn't say it, it was the case for me, but I've heard a lot of people during COVID, particularly during lockdown, they had that opportunity to kind of bl block out the world outside and, and concentrate on something they've been meaning to do or something that they used to do that you know having that time again to rediscover that element um 
it's, it's great that you had that chance for that to kind of come out in some way in this album. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. How, um, yeah. if you were to say sort of how it compares to your, the, the work that you've done before, is it different in any way? Sort of not necessarily in substance, but sort of how you feel about it as well? Um, I think I'm a little bit nervous about this one okay. because because it it is I feel that it is it is different, mm -hmm. um, but in saying why is it different, how is it different, I can't really. I don't let the, really let the know. audience decide, I suppose, part of that is the how how they yeah. receive it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some of it prob probably is that in some respects um, I spent more time in some respects. I was possibly uh, some of it. I'm singing quite high mm. in a way that I may not have done very much for the last few albums. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think I. I think I, I, I was being um, like something like the Feminine Astralis album. I was mm. very much sort of telling the stories, and yeah. I found that in general I had to sing quite low so that. You could sort of hear hear the words, yeah, 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 very clearly the sort of storytelling <clears throat> aspect, and that is still there on something like the Smuggler's Tale, though I, I actually I'd recorded it all in various ways, and then I ended up actually throwing the whole thing out <clears throat> and starting again, and in a lower key. Oh, okay. Because it was, and it's still not low, <clears throat> but it was very high. And I felt the words were really important, and and I didn't think you could hear the words enough. Okay, okay, know? and that is important. You know, I mean, some people can just listen to music just sort of to, you know to hear a melody, hear a tune going on, and not really need to absorb mm. the words. I think the the kind but what I get with yours is I I I can have it on in the background while I'm working, and I mm. have it on my headphones while I, while I'm walking. I I, I do. It's that bit where I learn more about it because I, I can definitely hear what it is, you know, the stories that you're telling. And it's almost like I'm listening to a different song. It's very, very odd. Um, but it's great. At the same time, I think the kind of things you sing about, that's really important that, that you can take that in, you know. And uh, you touched on the second song there that I was going to ask you about. So I will kind of um, go into the ones in particular that kind of grabbed me. Smuggler's Tale. Um, I just really want to know, with this and The Haunted Lane then, what, what are the stories of the inspirations behind them you know are they based on anything or, or did it just kind of come from nowhere okay well the smuggler's tale is actually um well yeah okay it's kind of all true okay what what happened was my 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 dad has always told us that we were descended from smugglers yeah okay cool um and uh and i ended up a long time ago like I'm literally probably talking, um, you know, 25, 30 years ago, mm. I went with my parents to Cornwall and we went down to uh, Newland, which is mm. where my grandmother was from. Okay. And, um, and we went to, and her mother was Laura Carter and was part of, and uh, grew, grew up in a pub that was owned by the Carter family. Now, um, so Big Jack Carter, I was always told, yeah, it's Big Jack Carter was, you know, the smuggler that you yeah. descended from. And it seems 
well, so basically, okay, uh, they are apparently who the Pirates of Penzance and stuff was kind of, it was kind of oh, okay. talking to me. It was down at Penzance. And um, we went looking for his grave. So we went to oh. all these different churchyards and gravestones. And uh, we were coming out of it. And my dad would be looking at the map and just going, okay, the, that, that's the cove down there now. Maybe it was this one, you know. And we'd wander and walk around the gravestones. Yeah. And we were leaving one of them, feeling quite disheartened. And this 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 guy in like a monk's habit mm. came striding up the path, and 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 said, "Oh, can I help you? You look like you might be looking for something." And we told him, "Yeah, we mm. we were looking for you know Big Jack Carter's grave, and uh, but we can't find it." And he said, oh. "Oh," and he said, "Come with me," and he took us to the side of the church, and there he showed us this gravestone. And so, um, gosh, I, I wish I had, like, I'm sure I did take a photo or something, but anyway, can't find any of that. So it's literally, this is my memory. Because yeah. I've looked on the internet and I can't find it anywhere. And I need to go back to Cornwall to search for ah, this. Good, but, yeah, good, good, good excuse to come back, but yeah. I agree, sir, I agree. <laughs> but anyway, so he showed us this grave. And so it said, he was drowned by the customs and excise man. And it had the guy's name. Wow. Okay. And yeah, so it's it's it said said um that yeah he he was drowned by the customs and excise man okay. on this date. Uh, basic basically the boat was run over him. He was about to get caught. Right. He dived off the boat because he didn't want to get caught, and they ran over him. Right. Okay. And they and he was killed. Mm. And then. You point out that the grave right next to the smuggler's grave was the name from the previous gravestone. It was the it was the customs and excise man. Okay. And it was dated one week after the first death. Ooh. So retribution. Yeah. And then the priest told us that the whole thing was the customs and excise guys were so furious because they knew the smuggling was going on and they couldn't catch them and they mm. couldn't find the contraband. And then he explained that the priest was actually the brother of the smuggler. Right. And the reason they couldn't find the contraband was because he kept it underneath the church. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so... Um, I'm soaking all this in. There's a, there's there's a horror and ghost story going on in my head. You know, inspired by this, this is, it's fantastic. <laughs> is this a well-known story? Is it? Well, is it no. one sort of local? It's just sort of known by you because of you know. Well, this it, this is so basically this priest showed me these gravestones. I read what was on them, and he explained to me about the brothers yeah. and that the brother was was the priest in the church and they kept the contraband under there. And it was, you know, such a family affair. And in Cornwall in those days, it wasn't really like Cornwall is even part of Britain, like Britain thought it was. Mm. But the Cornish felt that they were a separate, a sure. separate, you know, yeah. country. And yes. um, and I understood that growing up. Oh, no, the Cornish are not, you know, they're not English. They're Cornish. <laughs> yes. <know? laughs> it still goes on, I think, to be honest with you. Yeah, but yeah. 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 So, 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 um, no, I've looked on the internet and I haven't found a, nobody ah. knows where his grave is. And I figured out, I think they're looking at the wrong church because okay. everyone, because one of the other, I think it's a different brother was, became a Methodist lay minister. 
and used to do Methodist things. But this guy, you see, I've not been able to remember the name of the church either, though I think I've pinpointed it. Okay. But the guy was wearing like a monk's habit thing. He so he 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 wasn't um he wasn't Methodist. That's no. for sure. You know. So I think it's a, a different church, and I've got to go back and find out. But anyway, finally, you know, 25, 30 years of this going around in yeah, my head. Yeah. I was sitting on a rock in Sark, the little island yeah. of Sark. I was climbed on top of a rock there looking looking down the cliffs at the sea. And uh, I was with my daughter and she'd just gone to sleep on the next door rock. Mm. And I just wrote it. I got out my notebook and I wrote it. And wow. so that that is that. how a smuggler's tale came. That's fantastic. <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a fantastic story in itself. And I love... This is going right back. This is the, one of the reasons why I did this podcast because I love delving into my own, the reasons why I wrote certain things. So I absolutely love it when I speak to people like yourself who have, who have written songs in particular and able to tell a story within a song. But there's a story behind that. Yeah, God, for, forever with that. That's fantastic. Brilliant. Cool. Um, the Haunted Lane, then, it would definitely appeal to me as a, as a bit of a horror, you know, horror writer, horror fan. It's got that real spooky kind of obviously oh, feel yeah. to it so what's behind that one the haunted lane okay um so i'm in guernsey and it's got a long history yeah oh, there's a guy uh i found his book on the internet you can sort of get uh, somebody uh, well basically okay edgar mcculloch wrote a sort of book of guernsey folklore um a long time ago mm -hmm. okay and some of it was in, uh, I think, Guernsey French, Guernsey, okay. and then translated. And there's bit, and it was never finished. And this woman who did his notes and stuff ended up sort of putting, compiling it, and it got kind of put out. Now I discovered that actually just before I moved to Guernsey, mm -hmm. um, because I was like looking up things. Oh, where is this place, and and what's it all about? And I found some amazing stories in this book. And, um, and it's quite interesting, actually, there's just, just, I discovered a few days ago, there's a bit of a, that an ex, um, a, a woman's dug out these stories and translated them and they're turning them to walks around the island. Oh, so wow, cool. that's cool. Yeah. But any, anyway, there, there was, um, so there was a particular lane. I, there's, I think, three stories that I read that were all to do with this lane that was known as the Haunted Lane. Okay. And why? And uh, there are there are three three stories there. Um, but basic basically, there's there's some really horrible uh, murders that took place. Um, one literally, this this guy from from Paris who was just you know he he was here on holiday and and he'd been around a few months and then he was about to go back, and he got set upon um, these these two brothers who lived in a farmhouse, had, had gone and um, they just attacked him and um, took all his belongings because he was all ready to go on the boat. Yeah, and he'd yeah. gone for a little walk on his way before he went to get the boat, but he had his suitcase with him. And they they threw his body over the cliffs right. and they took his suitcase. And, um, and it was only because his friend from Paris came looking for him later saying, no, he never left Guernsey. He was quite sure of it and discovered his belongings in a shop for sale and oh, stuff. Wow. So this trail was followed and they found out what happened. But um, but there are three stories. So that, that, that was one of them. 
that, that happen on the haunted lane. And these three things happened like a hundred years apart or whatever, each of them. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So one of them um, was, um, oh, well, actually the most exciting one. <laughs> There's this, this place called um, Petty Port and it's the most beautiful, tiny little beach and these big cliffs that go down to it and there's an incredibly steep stairways that are built in. And, uh, and um, when the sea, when the tide's in, it's just smashing against the rocks. But when the tide's out, there's this gorgeous little beach. Okay. It goes out really quite a long way. And, um, but there was uh, basically all these people who lived around there kept hearing this terrible screaming at night. Yeah. And they were all getting really quite freaked out by it. It had gone on for months and months, these terrible screams, and they thought they were coming up from Petty Port. Okay. And there are caves down there and all that sort of stuff. Really selling that to me. It's, I love places like that. Yeah, yeah. And and anyway, so there was this, this guy who um, was uh, a priest. Um, I'm not sure which which religion. But um, in fact, he was married, so he's definitely not Catholic. So it's like, um, but he was like a priest or a minister. And he, uh, they talked about it to a number of his community. And there'd been like about 10 of them had agreed to meet and they were going to go down there at midnight, you know, and, and um, sort find out what this was all about, right. sort it out. Yeah. So they'd all arranged to meet and nobody turned up. He was only him. But he didn't give up. He went down. So he went down to the, he apparently went off down there. And um, basically he came home a few hours later, white and shaking and flatly refused to talk about what had gone on. Absolutely refused to say anything about it. Said no one else had come, but he went anyway. Never breathed a word of what actually happened there. Wow. But there was no more screaming. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was going to go, go down with the group of people and they were going to perform an exorcism, I think, okay. um, right. is what they were going to do. But basically, no one knows what happened, but this terrible blood-curdling screams stopped. Stopped. Answers yeah. on the postcard, peeps. What do you think happened? Wow, that's that's one of those. That's, that leaves you wondering. I can, I can imagine how you can come to any kind of, if you wanted to, like yourself really come to your, your own deductions from that you know into putting it into work of your own it's got endless possibilities isn't it yeah yeah and there was a third murder but that happened down at petty port and anyway there was a third one going on but the thing is i i spent ages trying to find out where is this haunted lane it wasn't on mm. any maps okay. and eventually i found a really old 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 map that had it on and i discovered it was this little lane that i walked my dog on regularly <laughs> <laughs> wow. At dusk, quite often, you know. <laughs> wow, you won't do that, that the same again. But... And that is then how I wrote it. That's I was cool. like on the back of my neck and thinking yeah. things, and and having read about all these some of the very bloodthirsty murders, a few of them, um, right. and uh, then walking along and walking, and it's like walking, walking the haunted lane. I love that. That's, I, I, that is how. And then I had to get my phone out and sing into my, my voice. <laughs> I actually got written walking along the haunted lane. That I mean, that makes it even better, doesn't it? Really <laughs> dumb on location. I was going to say, actually, had it um, had it kind of changed how you saw it once you knew that, that that's where all that happened? You know, yeah, I mean, it comes out. It, 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 
came out in the song, which is yeah, the best way yeah. possible. Yeah. And then, of course, it was almost like um, I kind of almost saw like my own sort of ghost during it then, you know, it's like, yeah. A, yeah. And so that kind of came into it as well. So it evolved into walking the haunted lane and and, you know, no, no, I, I want to live, you know, sort of thing. Um, yeah. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. I I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's going to be the same on the, the the general release of it or whatever. But obviously on the version that I've got, that is aside from uh, an alternate take of Spirit. I think it is. That's the last song. It's I think it's it's a very very strong end to this album. It does kind of you have a feeling throughout the album of like I say, hope and you know very uplifting. And then you come to that song and it's just kind of takes you on that little bit, almost brings you right back down with a bump in a, in a great way for me. Because like I say, I love things like this. Just kind of, you know, teases on a, a, a lot darker side. And um, I, I thought it was such a, such a great way to end it. Oh, really. good. Yeah. Good, because it was a bit weird. It was almost like, oh, gosh, does this song fit? I was going to say, yeah, I can imagine (laughs) where would you put it in amongst all the others. But I I I mean, I don't know. You know, you could play around with it and and find anywhere for it to go. But I think the way I felt with that anyway, you get this you get this lovely kind of feeling going through it. And all of a sudden this real kind of threat at the end with that. song. But it's (laughs) again, it's it's one of those like typical kind of horror films or, or, or ghost stories that really really do stick with me it's like where you've got hope you got sort of the, the happy ending and then not quite you know there's a twist at the end and i feel that song is is definitely the twist on this album and it's that's brilliant brilliant cool it's, it's it's great that we've talked about the two kind of spooky songs out of that again this time of year because they really fit but um is there apart from those is that there any other song on the album which either has more sort of you know a, a personal meaning to you for any way or, or based on anything um any kind of more great stories that you can tell us let me just have a look here <laughs> I mean, it's like oh it's probably difficult because they're all going to mean something to you aren't they but well well of course they all they yeah. all do mean something but but those they, those are certainly the sort of spooky ones you know mm. it's like um everything yeah every everything you know has 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 a meaning i mean i mean um the reason i wrote uh superwoman which um yeah which, which is i guess a slightly odd song but i really i really like it it's definitely one of well i suppose i probably really like all of them you know but yeah but like, to, to me to me superwoman does does have a i don't know it's got... this when i heard this one yeah uh, you tell us more about it when i heard it it, it it's one of those it did sort of hit me in amongst all the others because i think the lyrics as it opens up is fantastic you know it's very very simple you know i'm superwoman i'm super lady i'm super great and it's almost like i could understand in a way the meaning behind it completely mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah you know, carry on sort of well, well, I actually wrote it because um, uh, in in you know the the Cairns Club, which is yeah. is 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 yeah my my sort of your crew. Yeah, my, my cozy, crew, cozy club. my crew, yeah. the Cairns Club. That's, that's right. My mug, you know. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a sip then. <laughs> Product placement. Why not? Oh yeah, <laughs> but but um, we do, we we do these Zoom calls, and on one of them. 
this this girl Rachel said said oh um now she was just talking about how um or there were always always like super girl songs or like uh you know um or wonder woman or whatever but mm. but you know you've got superman why isn't there like like a superwoman mm. you know it's it's like it's not a girl it yeah. should be a woman mm. you know it should be superwoman and i was like oh gee and this idea <laughs> kind of kind of of like just having like superwoman it just like went into my head and mm. whoop, you know <laughs> and i wrote a song <laughs> from it um it's great did you so, find that those those settings because uh, i'm still guilty i've still not made it to one of them and i really want to it's just you know my diaries <laughs> all over the place but do you draw a lot of inspiration from from that contact you've got with your your listeners um that you know in the, in the cams club i think it really helps me as an an artist to kind of um have it having that 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 kind of connection because because i suppose um i've always been a very very solitary writer mm -hmm. and 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 i still am it's like that's how i write is by myself yeah. but to actually have a kind of bit of a sounding board yeah that of a of a group of people who you know i know they they've got my back as it were yeah. You know, to be able to 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 actually say, "Hey, this is something I've been writing, and here's a version of it." Like the Smuggler's Tale had several different versions, so okay. a different key, and it had many, many more verses, and was like um, very long yeah. um, at first, and and stuff like like that. Um, and and so for from uh, yeah, it's very it's really great for me to actually be able to go into this sort of environment. Which yes, it's a virtual environment, but it's an environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah, play a song, mm. and uh, is is really good because also I think as soon as you play a song to someone else, it it brings on a different life. Yeah. Any yeah, sense? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. yeah. When it's just you, it's different. So it, it sort of bring brings it yeah. up. Yeah. And it's very nerve wracking, you know. Yeah. Even though it is just physically you are there on your own in that room, you've yeah. got um, it's like real time feedback, you know, rather than kind of sending, you know, sound file off to someone waiting for them to respond or something like that. In the absence yeah. of, you know, a live crowd, uh, which we'll come on to in a minute. Another question I've got. Um, you you've still got that you know that like you say that exchange yeah um and you can probably get more of a, an honest response i feel from someone who literally just heard it and responding to it rather than someone who's had time to sort of sit back and listen to it a few times and then construct something to come back to you with you know yeah. well in a way yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i mean it it doesn't mean there'll always be you know completely positive out or, or like no. um, but but you know no one's i mean everyone's no one says next yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no because i think at the end of the day they're, they're all there for a reason yeah. they obviously love your work already but it's, you exactly so, yeah yeah you know, they, which is which is great because you've got people who are familiar with your work already so it's not like mm. you're, you're you're trying trying this all out on the new audience which obviously would be fantastic as well but you're getting responses from people who already stand understand what you do and and sort of know where you've gone before or or, or whatever and you know feel comfortable enough to give you that kind of feedback which is great to uh it's yeah. a great little community you've got going on there which is fantastic i touched on that in the last time we uh 
we spoke about how you you promoted yourself particularly when i discovered your music last year um it's it, you know I, I think you almost like you're doing everything right you for me you're ticking off all the boxes for how to market yourself in a very challenging environment um and it was something so it was very different than what i've seen before you know how you know growing that that group yourself uh, yeah so well, it's very rewarding for me as an artist to be able to connect with the people who yeah. really like what i do yeah you know? And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's exciting, exciting times. And now I've taken the club that step further that, that, that we've also got the sort of, uh, we've actually got an inner circle now, which is subscription-based. And that's that's um, really exciting in itself as well, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's very exciting time, actually, as an independent artist. Yeah. That finding new ways of, of, of what's going to work because no one has to pay for music anymore. And in some ways no. that's brilliant because they can go on Spotify and discover what one does. And then if they want to be involved, that's awesome yeah. too, you know? Yeah. It's double-edged sword though, isn't it? Because when everything's free, I mean, yes, we pay subscriptions yeah. to things like Spotify and the like, but um, when you've got that much variety, how do you make yourself stand out? How do you make your yeah. work um, visible? to yep. to everyone else i think those things that you're doing where you you've got these other bolt-ons almost you know when they find you there's all these other ways that they can interact with you and, and find your music and, and partake in stuff yeah well look i, I had a moment of, of uh, not feeling so good about everything a couple of weeks ago okay. when it was it's that sort of thing where you drop a song and it's like forty thousand other songs dropped that day as yeah. well and yeah. you know no nobody really gets to hear it but then i realized that that's it I, um, I've got, I, I have found a way and I've got a group of people who like what I do. And really that's, that's who, that's who I need to concentrate on, yeah. you know, not the, the millions who, who have no idea. No. You know, I'm like a little ant over there, you know, <laughs> if you can see me in my microscope, you know? <laughs> um, but, 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 and yeah, so I've realized that, 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 that is the really, you know, that's, that, that's wonderful, yeah. you know. So, yes, it's, it's a different world and it's small, but it's like, that, that's okay. Yeah. It's actually... It's loyal. You know? Yeah, you know, and it can grow. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's where, that's the benefits of the world as it is now, being digital, you know, on you know, social media and everything. Anyone, I know he says, a, as a writer doing some you know, self-publishing things I've dabbled in a little bit in the past, yes. it's like you don't have to wait to find these big publishers now you you can do it yourself you've got an idea you can put it out there as long as you know how to do it right and yep. i i love that i think it's you know a lot of people say independent art forums saturate the market um it's just giving everyone who wants to be involved in it a chance to get seen even if it's not by millions or thousands you know mm -hmm. you see you will you will find someone will find you who you're exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the the singles that you've released from the new album so far, how how so what kind of you know response have, have you had from them? Um, from those well, who are familiar, those who aren't. You know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, pretty pretty good, really. I think the 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 um, I found um, like spill spill the tea came out a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and. Um, in general, I've had really, really good response, but I found it 
probably harking out to a lot of um, sort of like Spotify playlisted type of things. Mm. And what I found really hard was I got fantastic feedback. Everyone was like, oh, it's like a really good song. And it's like, it's done well, you sing it yeah. well, and the music's good. And there's, oh, but it doesn't fit on my playlist. It's not right, the right okay. sound. And that, that's, that's a really, really hard thing. And I think it's like genre and going, well, what genre am I? What yeah. genre is that song? And because I do cross genres. You do, you do. But we said, so, again, last time, they said that's a fantastic thing, you know. Um, to have, I suppose, except in this kind of <laughs> what you're talking about, is that trying to <laughs> fit on someone's, yeah, someone's list where they're just looking at certain kinds of things, yeah. But you, you, you found you've what I've seen, you found a home on at least a couple, a, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, 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 I have, and 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 like um, you know, BBC introducing have played, have played that a couple of times now, and. Um, you know, I, I mean, look, a, a lot of the problem with marketing is like a small artist is, yes, I've got this whole list of things I can do, but I don't have time to do them all. No. And that's the really big thing. I've come back to, well, hang on, it's me. I can't yeah. physically do all of this, yeah. but I can do this and I can do that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just don't have enough hours in the day, yeah. you know. Uh, um, so it's, you know... <laughs> You can have a life as well. You Absolutely. Know? <laughs> yeah, people forget this. They're, they're sat there waiting for the next album. It's like, well, <laughs> it takes time. You know, I've got to kind of do this around stuff. But yeah, no, it totally take, takes time. And in a way, you've got to have a life and actually yeah. be able to write the next album because you go, yeah. well, what do you write about? You know, you need a life to come to, to actually have something to write about as well. I mean, we, we, yes. you know, we all take inspiration from the oddest things. So, you know, you need things to happen for that to come along. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. where are you in, in terms of, um, you know, getting out there and performing? I can see you, you, you've, you've had a couple of things on the go this year. Um, but so what's, what's the future looking like in terms of being able to get out there, particularly with the, the new album when it is out, being able to kind of perform alongside it? Well, I do have plans. But at the moment, the only thing I do have, hang on, I've got, I've got a poster here. There we go. So, I don't know if you can see that, but it is basically it's um it's a Guernsey gig. Okay. Just just a, a sort Let's of. Let's go flood the island, shall we? Right? Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, flood, yeah. flood the island, you know. <laughs> but 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 um, uh, so because you know, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm releasing this album, but like I'm here. What what am I going to do? And I thought, you know what, I need to have a show, but I couldn't do it on on the actual night of the album because I thought, oh, I'll do it the 11th of November. Mm. And I had an idea where I wanted to do it. But then I discovered that, that um there was another song that night that, that was, you know, sort of um, female singers, songwriters and all this sort of stuff. And it was like, and I thought, I can't do it then. It, all it will really do is split the audience you know, uh, okay, for, yeah. for everyone. It's not, it's not a good thing. No. So, um, because, you know, Guernsey is not a massive place. No. Um, may have 65,000 people, but, you know, they don't all go to gigs. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's amazing what a small space that many people can get into, to be fair, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've gone for a week later, and, and I am going to play most of the album, pretty much all of it, um, maybe even all of it. Mm, we'll oh, that would be good, um, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd give people yeah, 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 yeah so, so, so that'll be really fun. Um, and... Um, I have been saying for ages that I'm going to tour, and I really am. 
but it's like it has taken a while and I don't have anything set, but I am intending to come to the UK and do some gigs next year. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so, so if you're down in the uh, southwest, I can imagine you'll have a draw to Cornwall with Devon, where I am. Uh -huh. would, you know, I think you, your, your music would be fantastically placed here. So, uh, you know, if it's if it's on your route map as you go through, um, yeah, I, 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 would, I would definitely be up for uh, seeing you when you're over here, actually. Great. That would, that'd be Great. Cool. Yeah. 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 So, 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 well, what have you got? Got any ideas of like, I'm looking, looking for, um, well, either really intimate venues mm. um, or else, or else on, on lineups with other people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, you know, the sort of right, right sort of, you know, sort of yeah. music that sort of fits in there. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm for, for a bigger band, I'm quite a good support artist because it's just me. Yeah, there you go. And I make quite a lot of noise. So. <laughs> get, the, get the crowd going and uh, not always, because yeah, I've heard this before from, from others. I, I think it was possibly when I was talking to Sound of the Sirens earlier uh -huh. this year. They said, yeah, they it's just the two of us. We don't, you know, we don't take over your stage. We've only got a fairly small setup, but, you know, we can definitely get the show moving. So, yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be fantastic. Yeah, so. Oh, so, so, so. But, cool, but, um, but the plan is there because I, I do really love playing live, you know, mm. and 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 um, yeah, it's been a while. I was really. gonna, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I it's, haven't played live in the UK for you know a long time. No, and that's it's, we're still feeling, I think, the hangover of, of, of COVID now because there were a lot of places yeah. that, that are still hesitant to put shows on or there's bands or productions out there that yeah, still are. don't want to you know still wary of drawing a big crowd and whatever so um yeah you know each year that goes by and we you know every every few months that go by we're just hopefully getting further towards that being the norm again and yeah it's uh you know hope hopefully we won't all have gotten too used to being in the four walls and we can actually go out there and enjoy it i know i yeah well, exactly, exactly. Because you know, we we do. We get used to just just being at home and you know, <laughs> popping on virtually, sort of yeah. thing. You know, but it's like it is. Um, it is good yeah. to actually get it, get out there and play with real people and mm. do you know real, real music. I'm, I, I mean, I played at at Sark Fest this year, mm. and um, and that was actually really really great. Cool. You know, it was um, beautiful stage. Me and, and my son Elvis played with me. Cool. And, oh, that um, was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 it was really nice, and um, yeah, yeah. Got to, got to do more of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way forward. That's the way forward. So, final question really just popped into my head. Sort of the writing of this album. You, you say it's kind of taken place over the last sort of few years. In terms of the, the writing itself, how easily that came to you? You know, during. I hate to go back to it, but I think it's such a massive change. You know, culturally. You know, 2020 2021 did, did change a lot of things especially artistically is is your approach to the album you know did you find it easy easier or harder really than before to to get your head in gear to write stuff or with the fact that you were at home more maybe that you know it, it made it easier for you to just literally capture those moments of inspiration what was it like compared to before um i did a lot of writing um, I've written a lot of stuff that's half written. Cool. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Have, have to have to get on with at some point, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's like I think for me, um, a huge amount was was that um, 
I had a bit more time, so I used it. And then, of course, I went down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. you know, for, yeah. for things. And I got very, I got very um, more sort of skilled in, in actually using my, my own recording equipment. Yeah. Um, I, I got a lot better at that. Cool. And uh, a lot more sort of experience at that and, and experimented more with ways. Because I've got to say that the last few albums... Um, which, which, yes, I've recorded my own parts at home and everything, mm. but it's always been like, and it still was to an extent, but I have less of a commute now. So if it was like, okay, I've taken the kids, I've got, you, you know, it used to be that I had an hour's drive down the hill to get the kids. Right, yeah, yeah. So like I go home and I'm like, right, I've, I've, I've got two hours and 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and I'd be like, boom, yeah, yeah. get in there and quick quickly do stuff and um and, and I was always I, I've always set myself deadlines because yeah. if I don't I, I just find deadlines are really important but it used to be that I, I couldn't make my deadlines so so or, or I only had like uh, I, I don't know I did things sort of probably much quicker mm. but when I had a bit more time and I looked at what I was doing I'd go back and go actually actually I, I can do that better yeah I can do that differently yeah. what would it sound like if I did this yeah. And that's when I went down the rabbit hole a bit, <laughs> you know? um, because there's always something that can it's, be different. It's the finer details, and it's not so much the getting the ideas on paper; it's making them sound and appear the best they can be. I yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. Because because I I can actually if I get into just writing, I can write a lot. Yeah, and I can have you know I have like you know words, melody, chords. Yeah, you know. But it's to get it from that phase to which I'll usually take it, you know, further over and add different instruments. Or yeah. maybe I write something on pian- on guitar, but when I play it on the piano, I realise, no, it actually could be like this. Oh, what, what, would, what would happen if I put strings in here? Okay. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. And part of me has to pull myself back and go, no, yeah. hang on a moment. You know, uh, no, no, we're going to stick to, we're going to use guitar. Yeah. We're going to use guitar for everything, yeah. uh, uh, you know, pretty much, and uh, and stuff like that. Or, um, you know, I I, I do have to uh, not not go too far with all that. You could you could make it sound really really epic, couldn't you? But would it just detract from the true nature of the song in some cases? You know, some some songs warrant that. You know, they're they're big dramatic pieces, but some songs just sound as good when it's just literally one or two instruments. Yeah. yeah, and I have found in the past that that basically uh, I've actually gone down the rabbit hole and I've almost lost the song. Got you. So I yeah. know with me, really, I need to keep focus of the actual the words and the yeah. melody. You know, keep that focused, and um, everything else should support it, mm. yeah. but but not take it over. Although, of course, I do have an instrumental track on there, don't I? You do. You do, and you know that 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 caught me by surprise a little bit because I was just I was like, this is sounding really really good. Just waiting for the lyrics to cut in, and then all of a sudden the next song comes along. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but no, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, like I was saying at the top of the show, it is a beautiful album. So you know, congratulations. You know, it's it's in all the best for all it brings you ever success. It is is it's definitely something anyone watching listening to this go out and listen to it. Eleventh of November. When it hits, um, you know, everyone can enjoy it. Uh, Marianne Cairns and, and you, congratulations. It's, 
Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah. Great to be here with you. And you. Now, just before I let you go, just remind everyone where they can find you um, if they don't already, you know, follow you, follow your work, and how they can get more involved, particularly with like the Cairns Club and everything you've got going on. Well, if you go to maryancairns.com, which is probably not spelled like it sounds, <laughs> as in M-A-R-Y-E-N-C-A-I-R-N-S.com. If you go there, you will basically find invitation to sign up for the Cairns Club, which is completely free, and you get some free music, and you get to hear about stuff that's going on then. Get a few emails about, about well, my journey <laughs> through life, <laughs> journey of music. And, um, and then, you know, if you want to get more involved, you can through the Inner Circle. But it's like, um, yeah. You can pretty much, yeah. but basically, yes, the music is out there. Yeah. And uh, and this is my seventh album, my seventh studio album. So there's a lot of stuff you can listen to it that is. I have done. It is. Well, I'm thinking though, sort of the the number of years that you've been doing this, and that's I would say that's fairly modest. You know, it's almost like there's there's consideration behind each of the releases rather mm. than just literally having to get something out every year. Because I think oh. you can you can have a back catalogue which is too big um but it's, it's very it's very manageable and you know yeah it's yeah really, really well, 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 well i have got like i have got like a 10-year gap there at one stage i think there's another eight-year gap so it's like you know what what is it i think it's like 92 94 2002 something like that yeah um 2012 and then we go 2016 2019 2022 mm. so ooh, but, that's actually 16 yeah there you go so three just, year gaps. Just going back to the point we made, you know, you've got to let life happen in between to have yeah. something to write about. So that's it. That's it. So. Marianne, this has been fantastic. Thank you so so much for coming on. Congratulations again, and all the best with the new album. And you know, I look forward to doing this again. Hopefully, uh, in the future, you know, keep in touch. And yeah, absolutely. If you're over here, I'll definitely be there. See you in person. Hey, awesome. Think okay. about any venues, let me know. I will. I'll get me I'll get me brain box going. Fabulous. <laughs> Thanks again. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Yes. Bye.